It's time for our Trees Are Key podcast, brought to you by Texas A&M Forest Service. I'm Paul Johnson, coordinator of our Urban and Community Forestry Program. Welcome to episode 298. Last week, we explored why rumination is key. And this week, let's discuss why transitions are key. Happy New Year. In some ways, it's hard to believe it's already 2021. And in some ways, it seemed like last year flew by. I hope you were able to take some time over the holidays to ruminate on what 2020 meant to you. I also hope you took time to prepare and plan for the new year. We've talked about it before. I'm not big on New Year's resolutions, but I am big on goals, plans, and actions. We discussed action plans in episode 274, and we'll talk about leveling up or powering up in a future episode. Our urban and community forestry program started the year talking about how we each plan to level up this year. Before we move into leveling or powering up, let's talk about transition. Transition is defined by Merriam-Webster as a noun, passage from one state, stage, subject, or place to another, or a movement, development, or evolution from one form, stage, or style to another. We've all gone through many transitions in life. You start as a baby, dependent upon others for almost everything. You transition to childhood with great growth physically and mentally. Eventually, you're a young adult out on your own. Maybe you transition to being a husband, wife, or spouse. Maybe you transition to being a parent. Transitions are the best and the worst. Any time of change, episode 193, can be tough, but can also be exhilarating. New is both exciting and scary. Transitioning from Oklahoma to Texas 16 years ago was both. By the way, it worked out very well, and the transition was totally worth it. Transitioning from one job to another, one relationship to another, one school to another, can and likely will be both positive and negative. Maybe sometime we'll talk about the differences between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. We'll come back to that. The United States is going through a transition in leadership, and it's a little rocky as of the production of this episode. Everything transitions. Sometimes a forest will transition many times. It will start with pioneering species that move in and change the environment so that less vigorous species can move in, and eventually it'll reach its climax state. But even then, it may not be done a wildfire or storm can come in and reset the forest to an earlier stage of succession, potentially all the way back to non-forested. Given time and the right conditions, often water and soil-based, the march of transition continues. I looked for an article highlighting the 10 easy steps to transitions, and there were only 63 million results. So I added .edu to the search like I often do, and that actually increased to 520 million results. Most of them were focused on helping students transition from high school to college or from college to the real world. Many of these may be helpful if you're dealing with a similar topic. Maybe you have kids that will be entering or exiting college in the next year or two. Take a look at the many, many guides that exist to help. For our purposes, 
let's create a generic transition plan that you can tailor to your situation. Step number one, identify the transition. I'm moving, or I'm starting a new job, or I'm escaping 2020. Yeah. Number two, decide if the transition is right for you. For the sake of discussion, we'll say yes, it is. Number three, research. Search and see if there's any guides for your type of transition available online. Talk to other people that have made similar transitions. Find out as much as you can about the new situation, place, setting. Number four, create a plan. In the current world, planning is more important than ever. Want to visit a national park? You need a plan. Is there a reservation system? When's there an opening that fits your travel schedule? You have to have a plan. What steps are needed to make the transition? What actions do you need to take to smoothly move through each step? We've talked about planning in several episodes, including 186, Planning is Key, and 274, Action Plans are Key. Number five, game plan. Let's play the what-if game. What could go wrong? How will you respond if that happens? Check out episode 209, Scenarios are Key, for more tips on how to plan what if. Number six, build a team. Usually, many hands make light work. Figure out who can help with different action steps and get their assistance. Number seven, start the transition. Take that first step. It's key to making any transition. Number eight, evaluate. Take time along the way to review how things are going and make adjustments to your plan and actions as needed. And number nine, enjoy it. Embrace that growth mindset and find the positives in the transition. As they say, change, or insert transition, is inevitable. Make the most of it. There you go. Nine not-so-easy steps to transitions. What transitions are you contemplating or making this year? Let us know. Share with us, facebook.com slash treesarekey, or tweet at Treevangelist. It's time for our Tree of the Week Species Spotlight. This week's tree comes from texastreeid.tamu.edu. Deciduous holly, Ilex decidua, is also known as possum haw. This Texas native, large woodland shrub or small multi-trunk tree grows up to 20 feet tall with stems to 8 inches in diameter with an irregular open crown and a horizontal branching habit. Often found along fence rows, seasonally wet areas, and stream sides throughout central and east Texas, it's finding a place in many landscapes as a winter focal point. Deciduous holly leaves are simple, alternate, but sometimes hard to tell because the leaves are attached to short spur branchlets on the twigs. They're one and a half to three inches long and up to one inch wide, obovate with a few dull teeth along the leaf margin, especially the outer half. Leaf color is dark green and somewhat shiny on top, light green beneath, and deciduous, which differs from other common hollies. Male and female flowers are born on separate trees, each on short stalks, one-tenth to two-tenths inch long and wide, white but not showy. Their claim to fame is their fruit, a round orange or red droop, quarter inch in diameter, either single or two to three together on a short stalk up to a half inch long, born in the fall and persisting through the dormant season. 
Possum hog gets the ha part of its name from the reddish fruits that can be mistaken for hawthorn fruits, and the possum part because they are a favorite food source for that peculiar animal. Deciduous holly bark is smooth, tight, and gray with many small spur branchlets. Don't confuse it with similar species like wax myrtle, Morella serifera, which has evergreen leaves with sharp teeth along the margin, or gumboli, Ceterexalon laguinosum, which has leaves with smooth margins and woolly undersides, or yopon holly, Ilex vomitoria, which is evergreen. Be sure to visit our Texas Tree Selector website to find trees which are appropriate for your planting location at texastreeplanting.tamu.edu. Upcoming tree events. Unfortunately, most in-person events are still on hold at this point. We at Texas A&M Forest Service are still on the job. We're doing our best to keep it business as usual. Let us know what we can do to help. Need CEUs? Keep your eyes open for the various webinars from the likes of Tree Fund to keep current and be ready when it's time to renew your credentials. We'll let you know when in-person events come back online. Pun intended. Pests, disease, invasive species, and fragmentation can all affect forest health. Join us next week as we discuss the keys to forest health and what you can do to help. Thanks for listening. Our agency website is tfsweb.tamu.edu. You can reach me on Twitter and Instagram at Treevangelist and on Facebook.com slash TreesAreKey. Please take a moment and share us with your family and friends and rate and review us on iTunes. It'll help others find us. Until next week on Trees Are Key.